0: Welcome to Heart Chats with Jessica, where we are having fun in Jesus. Join us today to hear an encouraging message to help you embrace your place and finish your race with joy and victory. Let's look at the Amplified. So it says, I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you, to view of all the mercies of God, to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, your rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire not partial, entire renewal of your mind by its new ideals and its new attitude so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. I think that's pretty clear. Hallelujah. So, you know, as we look at this verse, like this just speaks as well. You know, this came up in my heart. It wasn't even in my notes. But as I look at this, you know, if you go on in that verse, it goes into your proper role in the body of Christ and talking about that. But I want us to focus on this in the passion. It says, stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you. What do we have happening today? We have people imitating the opinions and the ideals of the culture that is around them, and that culture can be anything. That culture can be a political culture. It can be a um you know an ethnic or a racial culture. It can be an ideal ideology that you've grown up in or you've been around. It can be the culture of your workspace and, you know, it can be the culture of the denomination you came out of or, you know, all these different things. These cultures should not be what we imitate, but we should imitate, we should be transformed on the inside, completely changed, entirely changed and transformed by the Holy Spirit, through the total, the entire renewal of our minds. Hallelujah. Those are the things that we should be patterned after. We should be conformed to, not the things of this world, not the patterns of this age. We, don't, we are not called to model those things or to imitate those things. We are called to be imitators of him. We are called to be completely transformed by the Word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit to be holy our lives, to be a sacrifice for God. That is our worship. Hallelujah. We should be a sacrifice, a living sacrifice that is a genuine expression of worship. So I want to leave you with this today. As we look at what we're called to do in this time and in this hour. And I know this has been a long um, series and it probably could have been a lot longer. But I just feel like this is a good place to stop. Um, And then I'll continue to look at some other topics going forward that build on this. Or, you know, wherever God directs me to go with this podcast in the future weeks and months ahead as we look at these things and we look at the things of God and we look at what we're called to do in this hour as a church, you know, my heart, I've shared this before, my heart is for the church to be who it's called to be. But we can't do that if we are allowing ourselves to imitate the opinions of the culture around us. If we are allowing our lives to be no different than what's around us and the world around us we're to be in the world but not of the world. Hallelujah. Can I get an amen? God has set us free. I don't know about you, but I'm glad I don't have to be like the world, you know? I'm glad that I can find my acceptance and my identity not in what the world says about me because the world says some pretty thing, you know, pretty bad things about me just from the external, but I can find my identity in who I am in Christ. And that is far more valuable than what the world tries to say about me, what the world identifies me. My identity in Christ elevates Hallelujah. It elevates my perspective. I can be accepted fully in him when I give my life and surrender my life to him. And I don't have to be bound by these worldly, earthly opinions about me. Hallelujah. When we become focused on those things and when we allow our perspective to be transformed entirely, by His Word and by the Holy Spirit, we allow ourselves to step into a place that we can be the church we're called to be. Because Jesus is not coming back for a divided church. He's not coming back for a disunified church. He's coming back for a unified church that's full of power and the Holy Ghost. He's coming back for a church that has not wavered on the truth he is coming back for a church that is strong and mighty and powerful hallelujah um so you know as we look at these last days and we look at our place in the world in these last days i want to encourage you no matter what's going on around you you stand firm on the word of god you stand firm and you allow the holy spirit to transform your thinking No longer let your thinking be modeled by the ideals, the opinions, um, the patterns, the conditions of this world and this age and this time and this generation, but allow an inward transformation to take place that completely transforms your line of thinking to align with who he's called you to be. Because we're called to reach this generation. There is a great revival coming. I know people get tired of hearing that, but I believe it. I believe it with all my heart because I have I've heard it prophesied my whole life. And I see the signs of the time. And I see these things are starting to make preparation. I see our, you know, our our generals in the faith that have passed. And are, you know, some of the last ones are passing on to their heavenly reward. And I see these things happening, and it it just confirms in me. That it is getting closer and closer to that end-day revival. That's going to be a combination of all the revivals and the moves of the Spirit that we've seen over the last several centuries. But it's going to be a combination of all those, this last great wave of revival. And we can have a part in that. We just have to make some adjustments. And my hope and my prayer is that the church rises up from these things and it matures. And it steps out into who God has called us to be and steps out into who we are called to be because the world is crying out for the sons and the daughters of God. Oh, hallelujah, the world is crying out for us to step up. They're crying out for truth. They're crying out for answers and we have the truth. We have the answers on the inside of us. We just have to step up into our place. They're calling for it. They're crying out for it. Will you go? Will you give that up? Whatever that is for you, will you give it up and step into the place that he's calling you to? Will you give it up and step into all that he's calling you to in this hour and in this time and in this generation to reach those who are furthest from him and those who are hungry for him and those who are are lost without him? Will you give up that thing? Whatever it is. Whether it's an opinion, an idea, something you haven't quite given up yet. <laughs> you know, a secret sin that you're kind of, you know, we know it's not secret from him. Whatever it is, will you give it up? Are the cries of the world strong enough to make you Step out and into all that he's called you to be. Will this be our answer? And will this be what marks us in the aftermath of these events that we've seen unfolding before our eyes in this nation? I don't know about you, but my heart is I want the mark of this season in my life to speak that I took a step out and that I rose up and I left these things behind and that I embraced who God's calling me to be to my generation. Hallelujah. Thank God for his spirit. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit that can speak to us even as we're recording a podcast hallelujah, and and just speak by the unction of the Holy Spirit. I'm so thankful for that, aren't you? Well, as we conclude, I just want to encourage you with these words that I've spoken today. And, you know, thank God for his Holy Spirit that came and kind of um, interrupted and interceded on our behalf. Hallelujah. So my encouragement to you is in this season of the aftermath of these events, let the mark of the church be that we rose up stronger than ever and that we rose up as a beacon to our world, not of further division, but of separation to that which is holy and that we rose up as a church that's not marked and conditioned by the ideals and the opinions of the world around us and the culture around us and not you know just completely tainted by the world but that we rose up holy and pure and set aside for that which he is calling us to in this hour the world is calling out we've got to tell the people tell the world No longer do they need to stay behind their prison doors. Hallelujah. That's an old song, but it's a good one. Tell the people, tell everyone you know. Hallelujah. Jesus is real. He is real. And we have a world that is hurting and searching for answers, and we've got to deliver them. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us for this series, and um, this definitely went in some different directions than I planned, Um, you know, as I just started kind of tapping into the simple word, the aftermath that God had spoken to me. But I trust that you've been blessed, you've been encouraged, and maybe even stirred up hallelujah, to do what you're called to do for this generation and in this hour and in this time because the world is waiting for you. Hallelujah. They're waiting for you. Will you answer? Have a blessed day and I look forward to you joining us again in the future. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Be sure to subscribe and check out more episodes for uplifting, timely words, as well as informative interviews with experts in various areas of life and ministry, all with the purpose to help you live a life.